I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki. And Anand, Infratil's profit is on the up. Kia ora, Charlie. Yes, diversified infrastructure investor Infratil's first half net profit has more than doubled, reflecting a big boost from its near 100% ownership of mobile telco 1NZ. Net profit of $1.21 billion in the six months ended September compares with just over $552 million the year earlier. The company's result includes a more than $1 billion revaluation of Infratil's initial half share in 1NZ, as well as four months of extra revenue. Infratil Chief Executive Jason Boys says it's a good result with an improved guidance and a strong balance sheet for further investment. A great performance from all our teams across the board in a tough environment and good growth ahead of us through those traditional engines, CDC and then renewables and potentially opportunities outside that. Jason Boys says its 54% increase in revenue gives it confidence to lift and narrow its full-year underlying profit outlook to between 820 and 850 million from an earlier guidance of between 800 and 840 million. Separately, he says it's too soon to say whether Infratil will increase its 66% stake in Wellington Airport as the Wellington City Council begins to consult with the public over the possible sale of its stake in the city's airport. The recovery in the housing market continued at a slow pace last month despite more listings. The Real Estate Institute's latest report shows the house price index, which measures the changing value of properties, rose 1.1% in October, but down 2.5% from a year ago. The median national house price fell a seasonally adjusted 2.8% from a year ago and down just under 1% from September to 795000 Institute Chief Executive Jen Baird says the impact of high interest rates and global uncertainty will continue to be felt. And even though we are starting to see more activity in the property market, this is still happening within the context of more challenging economic times. The Reserve Bank has signalled that the OCR is there or thereabouts, the top that it will be for this cycle. There's a whole heap going on around the cost of living and, of course, global uncertainty. And, you know, those things continue to make it challenging for many New Zealanders and that will impact the property market over the near term. And Jen Baird says the election slowed the market last month, but agents are reporting a lot more activity from buyers. The Commerce Commission is questioning the timing of Transpower's proposed investment in the high-voltage link between the North and South Islands. The National Electricity Grid Operator is proposing to spend $393 million on upgrades to future-proof the system, including improvements to the Cook Strait link. In a draft decision, Commissioner Vari McWar agrees investments are needed, but is uncertain about whether improvements to the link are necessary right now. The issue really is that the uncertainty of that timing, so it's not clear when that investment is actually needing to be made. So there are a few factors that might drive that to be necessary. So something like an increase in the likelihood of large-scale wind generation in Southland, that's possibly on the cards. So that might mean that we need that increased capacity to get that generation up to the North Island where demand is. Vare McWar says Transpower has assured the Commission it will manage the timing risks. The Commission will release a final decision early next year. 
The creator of an app designed for trading digital collectibles like comic books and artworks has captured a large share of a fast-growing multi-billion-dollar global business. Founder David Yu's business started out in Auckland's K Road as a comic book store before becoming a global platform for digital collectible trading. His app called VV has sold more than eight million collectibles since its launch in 2018, and has broken ground as a new business category. He says the business is still very much at the beginning of its growth cycle. The value since we've been operating has been over 2.4 billion dollars New Zealand, and in GMV revenue, the market share we would like to think we have a good 15 to 20 percent of the market share. So the industry is very big, and then we are just in the very forefront of this whole evolution. And David Yu won EY Entrepreneur of the Year award last night, and the GMV he refers to stands for Gross Merchandise Value. The healthcare and animal care products company Eboss has been put in a trading halt at its request amid speculation that it's interested in buying Australian pet care company company Green Cross. The trading halt will remain in place pending the release of an announcement by Eboss or by the market open on Monday. The Australian Financial Review reports Eboss is closing in on a deal to acquire Green Cross. And is being advised by financial services giant Macquarie. Well, time now to check in on the markets, and we're joined by Harry Wigley of Hobson Wealth.、Uh, good afternoon, Harry.、Uh, how are we looking out there today? A few earnings coming through. Good afternoon, Anand. Yeah, so there's、uh, certainly a bit of activity in the market today.、Um, so the New Zealand market is down、uh, 48 points to 11,305. So as you mentioned, Eboss is still in trading halt with its last trade last night at thirty-eight、uh, sixty. So this is a pretty big acquisition for them.、Uh, last valuation on Green Cross was around about three and a half billion. So keeping in mind that Eboss's、uh, total market cap is around seven billion itself.、Um, A2 Milk had its AGM today、uh, that is up two point seven percent to four dollars and seventeen. They reaffirmed guidance for the current year,、uh, with low revenue growth for next year, and still on track for two billion of sales in FY26. Infratil released results, so they're down 1.8 percent to $10.41. So that slightly disappointed the market.、Um, operating earnings up 20 million to 520 million. Underlying asset valuation up 2.5 billion to 12.5 on March. And the other one there was、uh, investable property, so they're down 1.75 percent to a dollar and twelve net income of 15.3 million. But they did cut their dividend policy, which means、uh, the FY24 dividend will be 7.2 cents. Okay, can we just have a headline ASX 200 and then the New Zealand dollar? Yeah, so Aussie's also down、um, around eight points to seven thousand and ninety-eight.、Uh, New Zealand dollar against the US is sixty point two against the Aussie ninety-two point five against the pound forty-eight fifty and against the euro fifty-five point five. And that leaves us with interest rates, oil, and gold. So three-month bank bill is five point six seven. 
10-year GAVI bond, 5.14. Brent crude is $81.07 a barrel, and gold is 1960 Thanks, Harry. Certainly a busy day for the local share market. That's Harry Wigley off Hobson Wealth with our market update. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Cheekpoint. But for now, Charlie, that's business. Kia ora.